Week three recap. Well, that was something that we all just watched. <laughs> just <laughs> a was, beautiful display of football, wasn't it, Matt? <laughs> I, w- I will say this if you like betting unders, that that's the dream right there. You may or may not. If you're a woman, you're wet. If you're a man, you're fucking hard, rock hard. That's just what you get when you get a prime time under like that we got a shout out uh broncos punter corliss waitman <laughs> yeah i think that man had 10 Phenomenal. points tonight i mean to give, give him the game ball give him the game ball that was I, I mean how do you even describe that game neil what do you even say i mean you just call it inept I mean, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing with that. Uh, who'd have thought that watching a Tampa Bay Green Bay game with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady would be so difficult to watch? Like, there's a couple of rough football games to watch. Uh, that is 100% true. And shout out to to you and Kmart. Now, on our win- on our Wednesday preview pod, Kmart wanted Niners. And made the case for Niners in the contest. So he did. What what happened? How did you guys get it out? Um, you know, I would say it's probably just a little bit of luck. We were going back and forth on Friday night, and that's really when we got the news just of Tampa Bay's wide receivers just dropping and like, like flies, like it was bad news after bad news after bad news. And it was really sort of just I would almost want to say like by default that we just sort of said we've got to go with with green bay then and and hope that you know there was a game last year where tom brady had by the end of the game had nobody to throw to and and they lost the game and it was like it was just going back to that you know they had to go pick up cole beasley and bring his ass back and it was just one of those like we couldn't imagine that they were gonna be able to put up any points against a, a pretty good green bay defense so uh, i would say we probably got lucky more than anything else that that had that that was our sixth play at the time and it just bumped itself up yeah that was uh i just texted my brothers who are sharing my super contest entry with me i said guys that was a good one to avoid that was i mean that is that is almost as ugly as offense can possibly get mm-hmm. from the denver broncos especially and um you know i'm i'm kind of a Niner fan and uh, all the people that were excited that Jimmy G's back. That's what it looks like. So <laughs> I hope everyone's still just as excited after that game that they were before the game. Are you excited for that Denver Broncos Super Bowl ticket in your pocket, Matt? Hey, they're in first place in the AFC West. So I've got, I've got one too. So I just like, uh, I'm just pray somehow get to the playoffs. So, I can hedge that thing back. So, Chris, yeah, they're in first. So it's, it looks like Hackett knew what he was doing all along, I think. I think that's what we learned tonight. Simply brilliant. Don't discount <laughs> this, man. 
Uh, it's unbelievable. Huge primetime win. Um, I don't know if it gets more disgustingly hazmat than that. And for us to put that game on our contest and win like that, it's uh, pretty fitting. But, uh, yeah. man, that is that was gross. I almost turned it off. I was eating dinner. The wife asked, are you still watching? And I was like, <laughs> reluctant, yes. <laughs> but uh, unbelievable. I was also eating dinner. And if I didn't, if I didn't love games like that, that are ugly, I think I would have become ill eating my dinner. But um, I don't know, Chris, what, you and I, we love when they punt it away. We love those low, low scoring, grind it out, put a, put the ball at the one yard line, run out of the end zone, take a safety. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. I've been texting you guys all day about how ugly they was with the turnovers and the fumbles and the picks and the safeties. This today was just, I mean, it got magnified with in the afternoon rounds with the Falcons with Mariota fumbling and all that. And then you got it in Sunday night football, hopefully giants and uh, Cowboys figure it out again and have some ugly yeah. shit tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Daniel Jones. Um, yeah, I can't envision it getting much better than tonight. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so Chris nine and one in the contest going into today, you mentioned you were had Broncos, which is just right in your wheelhouse. You had Patriots. You talked about Patriots on the Wednesday pod. They couldn't quite come through for the poop for Team Fade Den. That was kind of back and forth for a while. And then speaking of turnovers, Mac Jones, who who's dead, by the way. Uh, I don't know if his leg's as dead as yours, but his leg is dead. And uh, he, he throws three picks, one in, bad one into the end zone. Pats don't come through. What were your other two? How did, how did I'm cert? We went three and two. Uh, we went three and two. The two we were juggling around. Uh, it's so funny. We had Miami and Colts in the wheelhouse, and we end up going with other home dogs, the Patriots and the Commanders. So those were our two morning L's, and then we rattled off Falcons. We rat, and we got uh, the free spot with the Jags, and then uh, we got lucky with poop on Sunday night. So unbelievable! I'll take a three and two on a day like today. We thought we were gonna have maybe a one and four, but thirteen and. Uh, what are we 12 and three to start? That's not too shabby. 12 and three is not bad. Uh, I am 11 and four, 11 and four. Yeah, four and one, three and two, four and one. And then Neil and Kmart, you guys are back eight and seven now, right? Back above 500. Hey, that's all it takes. Just you guys rip off five and oh, right? Five and oh, dad. Let's go back to back five and O's from the fade you. Let's go. When can Some when solids. can we expect your uh, your yug, Neil? Yeah, I should have, I should have got a beer ceremonial. Too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, tweet that. Tweet that. All right, shit. I'll tweet that out. Yep, I go with K. All right, we we'll do it simultaneously. So okay, let's just run through a few of these. Um, Broncos Niners. I don't really know where you go with either team. I mean, can you really feel good about? betting either one of these teams next week i don't think so do you guys that that trent williams thing looked like a problem okay that's that's a problem and i'm surprised they didn't talk about armstead until much later in the telecast than than they maybe should have and yeah trent williams that's that is a big big problem a problem yeah for the for the niners it'd be a problem for any team i think it's a bigger problem for the niners just the way they play football, the running yes. sack, like I, that's going to be a problem going forward if he's not back. 
Fuck it. The Rams own the Niners. Give me it. I mean, the Niners. Oh, my are God. Give me the Niners. The poop. Yeah, I hope they're a home dog, baby, next week. Let's go. Weren't we surprised? I think the Niners were maybe one and a half on the look ahead. Does that sound right to people? Yeah, if they were a favorite, if they were a favorite if, going if they're to Denver. Home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what that reopens after they lose to uh, Nathaniel and his Broncos. And then speaking of the Broncos, they are going to go. They're going to go. They're going to be short road fave, Matt. They're going to. They're gonna go to zero and three Vegas. <laughs> Chris, you so, know what to do. I might have to take my boy, my bulldog car, even though he hasn't looked too, too good this year. <clears throat> Especially, I mean, that's that's an ugly a win as you're ever gonna see, Neil. You yep. you almost you can't even really give them a whole lot of credit in that one. I mean, they get the gift safety and. Russell mm-hmm. put one one good drive one together drive. the game on the yep. line. And uh, they're going to be – I don't know what that's going to reopen. I think the look ahead on that was was Raiders minus one and a half at home. They lose. Again, they're winless. Are they going to be favored at home at winless over two and one? They might wow. be. I'll let you know. I'm actually – the wife and I are going to be in Vegas next weekend, so I'll report oh live. Oh, my God. And see, and I'll let you guys know how it's how it's looking out there. But I uh, that's a really interesting one because right, you have probably a complete all-in game from the Raiders, right? I don't know how you could start zero and four and think that you have a chance. Yeah. Broncos are looking terrible. And well, it, the report a- was closed door meeting, long meeting between. McDaniel's and and Mark Davis, WNBA champion Mark Davis. Congrats, by the way, Mark, on the Aces. Um, so long closed door meeting between the owner and the coach. They're zero three. You would think it's kind of a back against the wall spot. Any, I wonder if it opens a pick. Broncos win. I mean, we can't have Vegas favored. I don't think that's going to be that's going to be a really interesting one. Uh, where else do you guys want to go? Give me another big takeaway from today, Neil. Um, I mean, let's go. I, my other Super Bowl ticket that I've got, and I think Matt, you have it too. I mean, God, the Philadelphia Eagles look really, really good. I mean, you're talking about a team where no one really thought what they were going to be able to do, but Jalen Hurts is just impressed all season long. Um, you know, they throttle the the commanders, which is, I don't know what to make of that team still yet. Um, but they're three and zero. At some point, you're going to fade them, and it'll be a good spot. I'm not sure next week um, is going to be that fine. But man, Hertz is looking good. God, can I just say I fucking love looking at next week when on Sunday night when all those lines come out and you're just like you see like seven <laughs> fucking poo ass ones that everyone's oh my god like this is glorious. Well, real quick, let's let's if if you could go back about I don't know, Chris, about thirty six hours when you're trying to figure out your five for the contest and you're considering Commanders and Carson Wentz. Do you wish you could go back? How many times did you slap yourself? So I asked even Wiley thinking like three it? times. He's a, a Bills fan. I joked to them, you're a die. We're not big. We know. Leave that fucking shit at yeah. the door. We don't bet with our heart. But I go, I said, the Bills, 
the teams that have done this, like they did this the first two weeks, they do not cover week three. And we're like flipping a coin between commanders and them division home dogs. And I just go Wentz and like somehow they get in. I don't know how we go with Wentz or not the poopy Colts over the Chiefs. Oh but, uh, yeah, isn't it unbelievable? Like we said, that's that's malpractice by you <laughs> for not putting in Colts for putting in commanders instead of Colts. Unbelievable. Um, that game for Philly is going to be really interesting. I would not be surprised. I, I don't know. I mean, is it seven. It, I'm yeah. Some people are going to see seven and think, "Wow, that's a lot." Jacksonville's two and one. They just beat two supposed to be playoff teams in a row, right? And they they whooped their ass, both of them. That's a lot of travel going home to LA, now to Philly. Seven is a lot. You put that you put probably, anything you put anything on Doug Peterson's return to Philly. I, there's Dude, that too. Matt, that are they still under wrinkle? Remember, you mentioned too. Are these how? What week is? Are the Jags still under? Are we still getting like two, three points of value with them? I mean, when does it end, right? It's it's a tough one because it's like, wow, okay, they're still not being respected. They're catching a touchdown again, but it's a tough spot where you're going literally coast to coast. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what to do with that one. I could see people liking the Jags because of the the two blowout wins in a row. Yeah. But this is a tough spot. And uh, but hey, you know what? Good for the Jags. Good for Lawrence. Good for Doug. They're looking good. They they clearly are on the right track there. And uh, you look at some of these other fucking clown shows that are going on over the league. It's nice to see the Jags kind of start to put it together a little bit. Shout out Balky. Spend that money, baby. Get some talent in there and see what happens. Dougie P, if he could do it with Nick, you know, Nick, big dick Nick, he can do it with anyone. But Matt, the one thing, reason why I think maybe people are still not buying the Jags is because if, if they did this over like the Chiefs and, uh, you know, another big team like the Packers, but they're doing it against the Colts where the narrative was they suck in Jacksonville anyways, and then they go play Herbert, who they, everyone probably thinks, oh, he's beat up. So it's like, it was are the two wins, are they getting the respect for those wins, you know? Let's shout out those Indianapolis Colts. We nailed it on the pod. We a week ago, I sat here a week ago and I said that's a snap call, must bet. Colts will be in my contest, and then we echoed it on Wednesday. And uh, Matt Ryan came through for the dads. How about that? And shout out to Joe, right? Didn't Joe sprinkle some money line? He yep. said that he was going to both back. He was going to back it and sprinkle money line. Um, yeah, I know Kmart feels, feels, had a, feels good to call one. Yeah, Kmart had a nice money line parlay that had Colts in it, so that was that was well done too. Did um, you see? Wait, so, did you, you didn't see the last leg though. Did he hedge? Well, did he hedge? <laughs> I think he did. Hedge. Buried, I think we buried the lead a little bit. Yeah, did he hedge? So he, so we started the so I don't know for sure, but he text he he texted and I said I would do do a hundred and fifty money line on. So for everyone who doesn't know, so Kmart had a hundy to win nine fifty. The last leg he needed was was the Niners. What I told could him go to hedge. Wrong? What could go wrong, right? I told him to hedge hedge a little out. I told him to do one fifty pregame, right on Denver, and then I was like, and be ready. I would put another hundy if like San Francisco starts the game and it goes and scores a touchdown, and do another hundy in game where it'd be like plus two hundred or something. 
I don't know if he did or not. We'll have to ask. Wow. We'll have to, we'll have to find it out. He's got to tweet out what happened. I know Finky and those boys are, are waiting to, to know what he did. Yeah. So where, where do the Colts go from here? They're, I mean, they kind of made mistakes all over themselves again. I still don't understand how they can't get Jonathan Taylor going. They, it was kind of Broncos-esque, right? Like they put it together when they needed it. They go down, win the game. And next week they're going to remain at home and they're going to play Tennessee who finally got off. I mean, Tennessee predictably got going today. I mean, that, that was textbook. You get the shit kicked out of you Monday night by the bills. You go home, you're Owen two. You're, you're in a good spot. And they took care of business. I mean, they had to hang on against the Raiders, but Chris, I mean, we, we know we love division dogs. The Titans are going to be probably three and a half point dog in Indy next week. And, I wonder if the narrative is going to be, okay, the Colts got it figured out. They're back. They're fine. Not so fast. Those AFC South games are tough. I think that series in particular, I want to say the dog is on a pretty good run in that whole Colts-Titans matchup. So, yeah, what do you do with that? game. They got a handout. They got a lucky dropped in the beginning, uh, dropped punt to give them seven, and then yeah. – Amendola's kicking field goals and misses and shit. So crazy shit for them to still only be down four and go down and get the win instead of being down a touch, maybe go to overtime and deal with Mahomes. But yeah, interesting. And then the Chiefs on the other side of that, speaking of Matt Amendola, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Matt Amendola will not be kicking for the Chiefs next week. Is that a stretch? Chris, maybe they can get the punter from Arkansas or the kicker from Arkansas and see if he can land one on top of the goal. On the top <laughs> of the flag. Uh, so, I want, gee, what, what are the Chiefs going to do next week? Oh, wait, they're against Brady on Sunday night, who also just lost. Oh, wow. It's well past Grandpa Tom's bedtime to be playing at 8 p.m. Chiefs off a loss. Chiefs minus two Chiefs and a half. Off a loss. Bucks off a loss. Is it going to be? Is Brady going to be the contrarian side there? Man, they have not looked good for three weeks. What have they? What have they scored these first three weeks? Uh, not a lot, and not a lot. And it took <laughs> nineteen, it took, twenty, and twelve. Wow. It took a couple more flags and shit to get them down the field, and almost. Neil, you and I both had Packers in the contest. Mm-hmm. That got a little sweaty. Got a little dicey. Yeah. Yep. Um, sure did. And so Evan, Mike Evans will be back. So that's good. You mm-hmm. got to check on some of these other guys. I mean, people if people don't know how injured the Bucks are on their offensive line yet, you need to start paying attention because that is a problem as well. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would think people are going to be leaning – KC off that loss and and maybe not want to back Tom in that offense that hasn't really looked alive yet. We'll see. I think the narrative with Tampa Bay, I think they're after three consecutive weeks where, uh, I mean, mediocre is not the right word because it's below mediocre offense. I think the narrative is starting to sort of turn against Tampa Bay that it's not, that maybe father time is finally catching up. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's just like you said. Maybe if maybe it's offensive line related. Maybe it's all these wide receiver issues. You know, maybe that's the problem. But there's stuff going on in Tampa Bay that I think are really putting people yeah. off. 
Chris, do you think the narrative in Buffalo is going to be, oh, the Bills will surely bounce back next week? They're going to be a road dog. I don't know if that's going to be three. I don't know if it's going to be three and a half in Baltimore. Matt, I'm showing road fave. That's oh, did I say road? Do- I said, meant road. Yeah, said, yeah okay, no, my bad. Yeah, I misspoke. I meant road. Yeah, yeah no, the Bills yeah. are not going to be a dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think the narrative will be that they'll bounce back, Chris? You think everybody's going to slam them? I don't know. I kind of think everyone's buying Lamar in this team, and I think that they they're saying that Miami will come back as a fluke. They should be three and zero, and you're going to give me three at home with Lamar, the MVP, baby. You know, come on, let's let's crown him three games in. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm so this might be. I'll be looking at uh, maybe first time taking the Bills this year. Ooh. Uh, the Lions pulled the Lions today. I don't know if people saw the ending of that one, but they are three and O ATS. And I, how old do we think we were the last time the Detroit Lions were a six point favorite at home? Uh, two years sure old. Yeah, I'm not sure we were alive, were we? <laughs> Barry? That, there's a chance we were not alive, and yet they're going to lay almost a touchdown at home over those god-awful Seattle Seahawks that their D sucks. They're, they're bad. They're bad on offense. They're bad on defense. Pete, I don't know. I don't know how they won week one. Lions minus six. Do you dare? Can't do it. <laughs> Not doing it. See, oh. I like it. See, I think this has every making for a Detroit blowout. Given them, them giving the ability to actually go out and blow somebody out and be at home for the first time. Like, I don't know. I looked at that one and I was like, ooh, under a touchdown. Ooh. But Neil, you kind of like you kind of like Vikes today. You said it's a sneaky spot. Look at them Lions hanging close. Oh, they hang close. Like we dodged that right. We dodged yeah. that one. Dodged that one too. Um, that was certainly in consideration. But yeah, got to dodge it. But you know, Detroit was scrappy. They were up. I mean, they were up. Most of the game. Most of the game. Yeah, most of the game. They were up. No, I, I had. That, uh, I thought that was going to. I had Minnesota in my survivor. That was my survivor pick this wow. week. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, a few thank yous to the, the good Lord above for the coming through on that one. Um, I'm seeing jets Steelers. I was just going to ask you, okay, how are we going to forget the game of the week? Steelers <laughs> and jets. <laughs> well, now we'll see if Wilson's back. We'll see if Wilson's back. The calls for Kenny in Pittsburgh are going to be loud. If if the offense struggles, it's a home game. It's the against the Jets. I gotta think we see Pickett in that game if the offense is struggling. And does does that make it a no bet when you just don't know? I don't know. You think we're gonna get? You think Zach's coming back? I don't know. Flacco. They. I mean, they just couldn't get anything going today. But they've uh... no. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. How, how can you lay points with that Steelers team right now? I just don't know. Any other takeaways from today, Neil? Any any other results today that maybe are yeah. important going forward that caught your attention? I mean, I'll bring up one one more just because that was a big topic of conversation, and I think you guys 
I don't want to bring up negative news for you, Matt, and everybody, but like the I think we should talk about the Saints and just how <laughs> bad they've looked, right? And yeah, it's fitting that we've got the two of you on, even though Chris can't play golf for a while. Um, R.I.P. Achilles, but like I'm I'm surprised just how bad they look, and I get you know Carolina was you know sort of in that. 0-2 Hail Mary spot that they need to come out and give an all-out effort. But Jameis has not looked good, whether it's injury-related. That team just feels off. I mean, you just have Jameis going back to his you – know, he had two pick, two picks today, um, you know, fumbled the ball twice even though he recovered them. But it's like he, they're just – this team just seems off. And if I don't know if it's a Sean Payton thing, if it's offense, but it's like this does not look like – the Saints offense, you know, of last year and something something's off with this team. And now they you're right next week. I also very interesting matchup. And we talked about Cousins playing in prime time. Now Cousins has to, you know, throw off again. He's got that super early start as they play in London next week. Yeah. So it's a yeah. 630 a.m. kick. Um, but I, I don't know. That was an interesting line showing, you know, Minnesota minus two and a half. Right seems now, bait. Yeah, seems a little right. Seems a little baity that people are going to say, "Oh, Minnesota, you know, here's Minnesota, and Saints just got routed by, by Carolina." But there's there's something off with that team. Yeah, the London games are wacky. It's going to be kind of hard to bet that one. I mean, it was just kind of a Chris. It was a Newton's law game for the Saints. Uh, they five minutes into the game, Kamara fumbles. It gets returned for a touchdown. They're missing field goals. They're down thirteen nothing at halftime. It just Newton's law. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Another home dog that uh, we neglected. Yeah, um, yep. that's an interesting one. I forgot about the London game. Um, yeah, week four seems early for London, but I guess we're doing that. So, <clears throat> what do you guys think about? I kind of wish they would have lost by one today because I'd be all. I'm still going to be probably all over it. What do you think about the the brownies? Laying three in the the Falconville, huh? free money, right? Browns. The the scrappy teams so far have been. We talked about Jacksonville. We talked about Detroit, and the third one has been Atlanta. They Atlanta has been able to move the ball, score points, and are they also they're three and zero ATS as well, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah and one so and two, now, but that Rams one was a little gifty. Yeah. Well, yeah, some, yeah, some crazy but they still stuff happen. Yeah. yeah. But they have shown at times they can move the ball and put up points. I don't know. I mean, the Browns defense is probably going to get a little too much credit for the last game. I mean, <laughs> Mitch and the Steelers are real bad. So maybe – Maybe the Browns or maybe the Falcons can move the ball on those guys. I mean, that, that's right in your wheelhouse, Chris. Falcons, three-point home dog. My boy, I'm going to give a clap for Cordero Patterson. Let's go. He still got it. Two first, yeah. first and second down Close. runs to get 10 yards to milk that clock. Unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, the Falcons stepped up and picked off Geno Smith to get the dub. They are feisty. We'll see if they can be home, good home dogs next week. Let's maybe end with this one. Um, pour one out for Cliff. McVeigh still owns the Rams. You mean the Cardinals? Yeah. 
McVay still owns the Cardinals. He yeah. he owns Cliff. He owns Kyler, and the Cardinals have this really weird home road thing. They're going to go on the road next week and play Carolina, who gave their game ball to Matt Rule. All of a sudden, they love him. <laughs> it kind of seems like a I, I don't know, but. At what point do people start pointing fingers in Arizona? So that's going to be a weird one, too. Maybe it's good for the Cardinals that they're going to be on the road, though, and maybe catch Carolina feeling a little fat and happy. Kind of, I don't know, since he, since he caught the Jets a little fat. I mean, the Jets celebrated last week. like They won the Super Bowl, and, um, and they just had nothing today. And the Rams are getting ready for Monday night with the Niners. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's, some, it's historically – Seahawks have owned the Niners, mm-hmm. the Niners own the Rams, and then the Rams own the Seahawks. I don't know, or the, the cards, like you just said. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see if if Shanny can do it again, especially. Are we thinking they might be slight faves? Uh, if it's a – because uh, they were dogs, home dogs last year. We'll see. I mean, Trent Williams is – he's worth something to the spread. Like, there's not a lot of, like, non-QBs that that are worth something to spread but he like you mentioned earlier neil the way they run their offense the way they play he is one of their most important players hands down so if they don't have him not good definitely not good all right dads we'll call it a night we will be back on wednesday probably wednesday afternoon again uh and we'll preview week four in full but uh nice real week quick. in the content yeah. Thank you. Real quick, Chris, what do we think? What do we think? What are we going to be on tomorrow? That's an interesting one for it is. Yeah. Public, um, right? I think maybe just because of the big win over the Bengals last week, I think a lot of people are going to be, especially because the Bengals just went out and played well today, that they might be kind of high on these. Um, I was discussing with Freck with uh, maybe the, the Giants, but we left it out. So, yeah, we'll see. Is it still minus one? Is it hovering around minus one? Well, Chris, remind everybody what happens when you bet on poop like the 0-2 Colts, 0-2 Falcons, 0-2 Panthers, 0-2 Titans. You might get someone to step out of bounds and take a safety and win 11-10, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.